Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute. There's another, another way, way to say, say that. that. Today we're talking about Grave of the Fireflies, minute four. Already on minute four. Wow. Clipping right along. Mm-hmm. Minute four starts with a young girl that we saw before. She starts to run towards the boy in the station. And it ends with, I guess we can say that they are they look like a brother and sister mm. sitting in a train. Yeah, so she starts running, but she, she's stopped by Seta's ghost. Yeah, which, I don't know, the way she looks at his body and she her immediate re- like instinct is to run to him. Yeah, she's worried. Breaks your heart. Yeah. But he's right there with her. He's right there. She looks up at him and recognizes him and smiles. They smile at each other. She He brushes off her hood. Mm-hmm. He picks up the tin and the dirt... Disappears. Disappears. And we see that it's Sakuma's drops. Yeah. The dents on the box also disappear, so it's brand new. Sakuma. Sakuma drops. So that character, it's written right to left. Yeah. Right? So it says Sakuma Shiki Drops. That's something I noticed while while learning Japanese history. Yeah. Is how they write right to left. And I always it's always hard for me to read because I'm not used to that. Yeah. And it I think it changed probably changed when America after World War Two, yeah. When America came in to help. Yeah. So I have some notes on Sakuma. Sakuma's drops. Mm-hmm. Did you look this up as well? I just no, but I it's these drops have been such a staple of like my childhood. I guess you reading them. Yeah, yeah. Every every Japanese kid has eaten these. This is like a standard candy <laughs> that you should eat. Every kid sees this box and they're like, "I want that." So there's, I think, uh, if you look it up on the English Wikipedia, there's. A little bit of information. It says that they're available since 1908, mm-hmm. made by the Sakuma Candy Company in Ikebukuro, Tokyo. Ikebukuro, that's where I first stayed. The first time I went to Japan, I stayed in this guest house mm-hmm. near Ikebukuro, just full of cockroaches. This guest house. I, one time I was looking, I was looking for like some dishes or something. I opened the cupboard, like overhead above the counter. All these cockroaches just fell onto my arms. Oh, <gasps> man, so bad. Anyway, so Ikebukuro, I found memories because that was the, the first place I landed, basically. Anyway, on the Japanese Wikipedia page for Sakuma Drops, there's a little bit more involved, a little bit more information, mm-hmm. a little bit more of the history. Um, yeah, it, was, it started being made in 1908. In 1913 is when they started to sell it in the can. Mm-hmm. That we see. Iconic can. The iconic can. So it was one of the first candies in Japan to use citric acid. And so when it was introduced, that was part of the campaign, is that it's hard to melt even in summer because it has the citric acid. Or, mm-hmm. And it, there's, it's transparent, right? Mm-hmm. Tome. Oh. Tome, right? Mm-hmm. After the founder's died there was a little bit they some rough going during the depression mm-hmm. and one of the sons of one of the presidents set up a rival company in oh ebisu 
in Ebisu Ward, or the Ebisu neighborhood of Tokyo. And there was uh, some legal wrangling, and one of them was uh, used the trademark just Sakuma Drops, and the other used Sakuma Shiki Drops. drops. So I think the one in Ikebukuro was the one that kept using Shiki. I think. Those are the, and the, the one from Ebisu, I think they moved to Meguro, uh, the Meguro ward, and their cans are green, used with see, yachts on mm. their packages. Anyway, I did some, uh, some searching for Sakuma drops on Amazon, and Sakuma sells a Grave of the Fireflies branded package of Sakuma drops. It's like, so the, the the cans become like collector's items because they keep changing the design on them. So in this movie, we see like this yeah. fruit, uh-huh. right? So they've re-released that design kind of as, as uh, I don't know how often, but they did re-release it. And then in one package, they have that design. And then on top of that design is Setsuko from Grave of the Fireflies. Let me let me show you a picture. Maybe I'll tweet oh. this. So here's a picture of Setsuko like looking up into an empty can that she's holding above her above her head. That's just it's wrong, right? That, that just strikes me yeah, as wrong. It's this is podcast form, but if this was a video, you would have at Grave of the Firefly yeah, Market. You would have great, great reaction video. Chiko yeah. reacts to, <laughs> to Sakuma. <laughs> the grave of the fireflies branded Sakuma I, I bring my I like brought my arms up and like immediately put my like head in between my shoulders and I, why <laughs> I sunk into my chair that made me yeah that's just that made me feel wrong that's not wrong I mean that's not that's not, that's not right. right it's very wrong it's wrong oh my god yeah Sakuma drops yeah but that this candy I feel like for since the industrial revolution. Well, since the Meiji or period, since, right? Since the Meiji period, yeah. It's been like the candy, like in Japan. Almost like the definition of candy. Yeah, almost. Like when you think of hard candy, you think of Sakuma drops. But it hasn't moved into the realm of like only old women have it, like where there's mm-hmm. butterscotch no, here in the it's States. Not, it's, it's like, not like on that. your grandma's table or anything. No. It's, it's just stayed current as yeah. something you want to eat. Yeah. Like a Hershey's Kiss maybe or something. Yeah. Like. And sometimes these cans are so hard to open. Because you, you cut your thumb on them? No, because, I mean, that <laughs> like can happen. That can happen, but, like, it's a box, and then it's a hole with, like, a, a cap yeah. inside of it. And, like, sometimes getting that cap out is so Yeah, you need, hard. like, a spoon or something? Yeah, you need, like, a spoon, yeah. I just remember, like, asking my mom to, like, open it so much. And then getting like the mint one that's white and be like, why? Because <laughs> no, no one likes the mint ones. Is it the different co- different flavors? In For every, different colors, yeah. Every box has an assortment of flavors. You mm-hmm. can't buy like a single flavor box. No. no. So I know there's like there's mint, orange, probably like watermelon, pineapple, apple. But um, I know that there are some. It's not like Sakuma drops, but there are like other companies who sell candy like Sakuma drops, but like each color has like a different meaning. So if you get that color for that day, that means you have like good luck in like school or like good luck in like love or something. Huh. Some some companies do it like that. Where it's not necessarily like a different flavor, but it's like a and like an omen kind of thing. Yeah, what are those lollipops here, the 
the what the dum-dums yeah i guess dum-dums is that, is that what i'm thinking of the lollipops that like what i guess am i thinking of dum-dums what or am i thinking of tootsie pops there's one of those where like where you we would always look for as a kid we'd undo the paper wrapper and if there was like like a kid in like an uh, indian headdress with a bow and arrow like shooting a star that was like a lucky thing to get oh yeah maybe that was tootsie pops yeah maybe it's tootsie pops like yeah okay and then we uh we get the title card yeah grave of the fireflies along with the uh aiden logo and number that thing at the bottom right mm-hmm. oh right you know what that is that is i'm about to tell you that's why i brought it up whoa whoa aiden which is totally gonna tell you what it is in <laughs> just a minute yeah aiden is the abbreviated name of the film classification and rating organization or Kiko. Kiko. so this is like the mpaa mm-hmm. in um in the united states and this, this is actually something that i think alex covered on star wars minute like we see it seems like probably they do it the same way in japan but mm-hmm. in the MP, in American movies, you'll see the MPAA logo, and then you see a number underneath, and that's the this number N. That's the nth movie that that organ that MPAA has rated. Mm. So they just just a counter going right. up from, right. and so there's seems like that's what's happening here as well. There's the Aiden logo, and then the number underneath it. Mm-hmm. They've rated quite a few movies before this one. Yeah, what is that number? One hundred twelve thousand four hundred eighty-three. Wow. Yeah. When was it? It was established in 1949. No, that was the, I'm sorry. Uh, the Motion Picture Code of Ethics Committee was established in 49. I don't know when that, when this started. Probably 1949. Probably. Okay. And we start to get some credits. Production designer and executive producer, Ryoichi Sato. Original story by Akiyuki Nosaka. And this says underneath that, the Shincho Bunko Hunt. Mm-hmm. The Shincho Bunko version. So the Shincho paperback version. So the story was originally published in a magazine, Bungei Shunju, in mm-hmm. 1967. And then the following year, Shinchosha, the publishing company that we talked about the first minute, mm-hmm. published it in the book form. So I looked for an English translation. Yeah. This is going to go off on a tangent, but I can't avoid it because it's so crazy. So I did find that there was an English translation by Alicia Davidson, Mm -hmm. which I have ordered from a used bookstore on Amazon Marketplace that should be coming next week. It's published by Tate. Like it doesn't show it. Like when I first looked for it on Amazon, it didn't show up. But then I like looked for, um, I saw in the Japanese Wikipedia page, it referenced an English translation. So I was able to do a little a search with a little bit more information like Tate Publishing and that showed up. And Tate Publishing is no longer in business. That was a vanity press in uh, operating out of Mustang, Oklahoma. So vanity press meaning kind of a self-publishing mm-hmm. firm. Like you, right. if you wanted something published, it wasn't like some publisher was buying the rights from you to publish it and giving you money for it. It's something... I don't know if anybody wants this or not, but I want to publish, so I'm going to pay to have it published, right? So you'd pay right. Tate Publishing, mm-hmm. and they, if it sold enough money, you know, or if it made enough money, they may, might reimburse you. The founder of Tate Publishing, Richard Tate, and his son, who was acting as CEO, they were arrested for fraud 
Oh. And extortion. Oh. So it seems like in the middle 2000s, things started to go kind of south for tape publishing. And first, like in the, uh, in 2013, <laughs> okay. uh, no, I'm sorry. In May 2012, according to Wikipedia, 25 employees out of over 200 were fired. According to the company president, this was a disciplinary action rather than a layoff. In response to employee links of confidential information related to rumors that the company would be outsourcing its operations to the Philippines. So I got to read parts of, because this is just so crazy. I got to read parts of this article from newsok.com. Mm -hmm. News about Oklahoma. This is, I guess, the Oklahoman newspaper. The article is titled, Oklahoma CEO Praise with Insults then fires employees. So he had a, a big company meeting. We let go. We let 25 go yesterday. Hated it, said Ryan Tate, head of Tate Publishing. During the staff meeting, which was recorded, Tate sprinkled biblical references with the stern announcement. Tate, who opened the meeting with a prayer, said he had been too tolerant of workers who posted their opinions and suggestions about the company online or in anonymous emails. I should have just fired you on the spot. He said in an email that claimed the company was planning to outsource local jobs to the company's new operation in the Philippines prompted the firings. And Tate said that email was incorrect. You morons that sat back and wanted to create and generate conspiracy theories on the what-ifs or the potentials of what could be happening are stupid, he told the employees. So that happened in 2012. Mm -hmm. And they were arrested, uh, according to this article published May 4th, 2017. Mm-hmm. Founder and CEO arrested on embezzlement and extortion charges. Whoops. Whoops. So I don't know if um, Miss Davidson has found another publisher or what she's planning to do. But anyway, yeah, looking forward to get that copy. I don't think we see them board this train. No. But there's a red train. So there's a train. We Ghost see this train, train full, yeah, pulling out of a station. And it's everything's tinted in red. So yeah, that's where I was going. It's a ghost train. Goes over a bridge. We see... Painted on the bridge, Hankyu Densha no Noriba. So this is the Hankyu train, train boarding spot. Yeah. So evidently part of the Hankyu train company. More credits. Character design by uh, Yoshifumi Kondo, who directed Whisper of the Heart. Uh. We have art direction by Nizo Yamamoto. He was art director of Castle in the Sky. Mm-hmm. Did a lot of stuff as art director from Future Boy Conan in 1978 through Spirited Away, for example, all the way to The Girl Who Leapt Through Time in 2006. Music by Michio Mamiya. Not, Not Joe Hisaishi. No. Hisaishi Joe, which I thought was interesting. Well, Michio Mamiya, she did the, or he, be he, wouldn't it? Mamiya. Michio. Michio, yeah, that would be he. He did the music for Horus, oh, which is uh, Isao Takahara. his first film. And also yeah. the music for Gauche the Cellist, which was another movie directed by Isao Takahara, mm. which I haven't seen yet, based on a Kinji Miyazawa novel. Mm. Kinji Miyazawa did uh, Gusko Budori. Is that the name of that cat? In the Galactic Express. You know what I'm talking about? No. There's two animated movies where everybody's a cat. Oh, yes. Yeah. I remember now. So I've read some of his short stories. His short stories are really good, too. Mm. They're really weird. Yeah. Yeah. One one of the short st stories I read was, like, one of the characters is a birdcage. Oh. 
it's bragging about how it did such a good job with the, the birds that it hosted. Anyway, so yeah, I should see that South Hagata, Kenji Miyazawa, mm-hmm. two of my favorite things. Yeah, I should track that down. Yeah, so she seems like she's the music partner for Isao Takahara. Yeah, he is. Sorry, layout by Yoshiyuki Momose. Mm-hmm. Did you look up him? No, I did not look up him. <laughs> did you look him up? No. <laughs> he directed Portable Kuko and Space Station Number Nine. So these are two. Ghibli produced music videos oh. for songs by the band Capsule. Mm. So this is one of our trips to Japan. We found this DVD of a bunch of Ghibli shorts. Oh, yes. And Ghibli. two of them were music videos by this kind of uh, techno, new Shibuya style band called Capsule. That's how I was introduced to Capsule mm. band, by these videos. They're awesome videos. They are. Yeah, kind of sci-fi fashion i don't know how you would describe them they're awesome though mm-hmm. and uh capsule is of course producer yasutaka nakata and vocalist toshiko koshijima and of course yasutaka nakata is also a producer for perfume. perfume yeah so anyway yoshiyuki momose directed those two videos he was mm-hmm. also animation director for nino kuni wrath of the white witch Oh. On the PS3, the PlayStation 3. And he did the character design for Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom, which is on PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. Character color design by Michio Yasuda. A lot of Ghibli color work. Yeah. Director of photography or cinematographer Nobuo Koyama. Seems to have done a lot of work on the Urusei Yatsura films. Mm. And uh, sound design by Yasuo Urakami, who has a lot of TV work, including a bunch of Gundam. Ah. I don't know how that applies. I don't know how he brought the, his Gundam experience to, to this. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the, the sounds of the planes or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so we wind up with uh, two ghosts on the ghost train, I guess. And there's a little... The little firefly. Firefly moving across the train. And it's just these two ghosts on this train. Yeah, nobody else train seems empty as ghost trains i guess will be it's a lot of kind of trash on the floor though. yeah dang <laughs> i think ghosts would clean up Pro- after so, so probably uh, this is what i think happened the janitor with the push broom mm. instead of pushing all the trash outside into the field they just pushed it into the train into car. the train and the <laughs> no respect no respect all right you got anything else so the name of this novel I guess. Yeah? Grave of the Fireflies. Grave of the Fireflies. I'm assuming he chose fireflies because fireflies don't live that long. If it's from what I've seen in my childhood, I guess. Okay. And they're very bright because they're fireflies. Okay. So I guess it's like the fireflies are the children who die during this period. They're so bright. They're cut short because of what they went through just that i guess that's how i'm interpreting this so just in addition to just the meaning within the story yeah there's the meaning within the story just has like this yeah it's this bigger larger exterior meaning yeah yeah it's kind of it's kind of related to the you know how yakuza view themselves as like modern day samurai and they've used you know Mm -hmm. their lives as beautiful and short like the cherry blossom yeah 
It's a similar thing you're saying. I guess, yeah. So not you think, as so when you when the was it last minute that the can was thrown out in the field and mm-hmm. all these all those fireflies. fireflies are those spirits of other children? Is that what you're saying? Could be, yeah. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised. Those are my notes. Okay. We'll see you next time then. On, on Ghibli, Ghibli Minute. minute.